Blog Talk Radio. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up and get the hang. You're live in the coop with the Christian Comedy Chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez. I'm Laura Maypore. Good morning. Good morning to you. It's such a good morning. I'm so excited. I can't even stand it. I, I I'm talking to you in the middle of the woods, and I love it. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, totally in the drop center of the woods. It's fantastic. With your little flashlight, your little stove. Yes. And my compass, everything is on these iPhones. I'm telling you, everything you need to survive. Compass, I saw pictures and it looks so Facebook. beautiful. <laughs> it is. It is ridiculous. And you know, the the most beautiful pictures I've ever seen, the most beautiful photography I've ever seen, all it is is nature. Like it's just it's what God did by saying, Let there be trees. Let there be water and and it is the most beautiful thing that our minds eye can even comprehend. And you get stuck in the city and you kinda of forget that it's just so peaceful and so beautiful and so I'm so thankful. Oh my gracious. Listen to my relaxed cabin wood friend. She's just a <laughs> cabin in the woods, guys. She's she's relaxed vacation Laura. Oh my gosh. You know what? It's almost like when your life becomes a vacation. That's when you've made it. Yes. And the funny thing is, two weeks ago, not so much vacation. You know? Not <laughs> not at all. Um if you talk to us four weeks ago my husband was, was the 18th. Four weeks ago, he had just started a job in Maryland. And if you talked to us five weeks ago, we weren't even sure if he had the job. Um, so now we're living in two different states and blah, 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 whatever. Um, just fast forward from five weeks ago today. Five weeks ago, we did not know if he was going to have the job. Four weeks ago, he was like here and he was working on it. And then for the last three weeks, um, he'd been living out of a hotel which is fine, um, but he found a rental property, and it's this little bitty cottage in, like, the dead center of the woods, and it's right by the Chesapeake Bay and the Patuxent River, and they were going to charge him, like, half of what he was paying for the hotel, (laughs) and his only utility is electric, and for those who think, like, oh, she's rolling in the money now, not so much, Um, but God knows our means, and he's like, hey, so I know the hotel is, like, doable. I know you're at the extended stage. You're getting, like, a great 40 bucks a night, okay? I know that, but... I'm going to give you a little cabin. <laughs> I like how I got to talk to it's it. Gonna have, it's going to have two bathrooms. You are going to – it's going to blow your mind. You're going to have two bathrooms with those five children. And oh, we are going to you. furnish the place so that when your husband moves out of his hotel room and into his first rental home, he does not have to sleep on the floor and look at empty walls. This place is decorated. It is furnished with pots, pans, linen, sheets, or whatever. Like, seriously, it is like this vacation, except it's our – it's our means right now. Like God said, okay, you won't stay in the hotel. I know it's expensive. I'm going to give you a furnished little cottage right in the woods, right on the water. And um, I know you can't afford much, so I'm going to make it cheaper than even living out of a Motel 6. So oh. your family can come see you. And so we've got three bedrooms, and it's I cannot even tell you. Um, and my Wi-Fi, my, my hotspot works. 
here. You can't even get Wi-Fi in this joint. Like, seriously, you can't? Um, sorry, I'm rambling. But God is so good. Five weeks ago, we didn't know whether he, he'd been unemployed for nine months, and we didn't know what was going to happen for sure. And then fast forward in just five weeks, a little over a month, God could say, okay, now, Laura, you go take. You have a long weekend. Go see Wayne. Bring the <sighs> kids. You guys can see Daddy's little place on the water. And, um, and then when you go back home, like, you get to see where he's staying now. And the kids get a taste of Maryland to start transitioning their minds and their hearts here. You know, as we, you know, we'll go back to Illinois and kind of pack up our life there in the next few months. But I, it's so, I, I'm thinking of a moment in Nacho to compare it to just because, you know, that's our, that's our topic today. But even in the moment, <laughs> I just yeah, time, except, please, honestly. it's like the end of the movie. Can we, can we, I won't fast forward to the end. I, I won't, but it's kind of like the end, right? And the bus and the little children and um, all the orphans of the whole world. I, it's kind of like that feeling where <sighs> all of a sudden everything, everything's right. Like the whole movie you've been saying, like, that's how it should be. That's how it should be. And it couldn't. And then all of a sudden, you know, minus the fact that my husband and I live 850 miles from each other. That part kind of stinks. But um, other than that, it's it's the best well, You know, you transition. say that, but there's that part where, like, he looks at her and Nacho looks at, like, Nacio, whatever, Nacio. Yes, yes. And he looks at her and he has his face, right? And he's like this, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that face. <laughs> and she just kind of nods. <laughs> That's like. You know, so my husband said when he you. came home from work the other day, I take for granted, you know, because now I'm not there when he comes home from work. He's not there. When I get up in the morning, you know, we live 800 miles apart. And I, when he came home the other day, I just I pulled him toward me and I kissed him. And he goes, you made flirty eyes at me. And I said, did I? And he goes, oh, my gosh. <sighs> like, it's mink. so nice. And you just take little things for granted. But, yeah, like you're mm-hmm. saying, it just. All of a sudden, everything mm-hmm. looks new again, and it's fresh. And um, so, I'm so sorry. I just, yeah, I totally stole the intro of the show, but I just wanted to give praises to anybody who is five weeks from their blessing. Like you have no clue what God can do in five weeks. No idea how radically your life can change. And I'm living proof right now from the upstairs window of my little wood, you know, cottage in the woods. Um, five weeks ago, I was working two jobs and ready to fall over dead after doing that nine months and just exhausted. And um, five weeks later, here I am like, ah, what, what? Pinching myself. The two bathrooms, I'm petty, but the two bathrooms is part is part of the heavenly experience. <laughs> I feel like I'm living it for you. I feel like I'm there with you and I have a second bathroom and it feels so delicious. I can't, I can't even stand it. I mean, you know, don't, don't, and don't you ever apologize in a thousand years because I'm telling you, all I'm hearing is just this pouring out of the blessings and I'm, I'm smiling and I'm because I specifically like remember boldly stating watch. I said, listen and watch as we prayed through the trenches, my people, the trenches, not that we won't be there right. again, but the trenches. And I boldly came before the throne. We boldly came before him. We said, father, please direct and guide. We're so lost right now. Flounder, little Floundersons. And I said, boldly, I said, look, I said, and watch, I said, watch God work. I was like, Hey, listen, God, I'm really going to need to work on this because I kind of said that. (laughs) No, he always does. And I, I'm just, my heart is leaping as you're saying this stuff because it's so awesome. You know, when we stepped out and we were like, um, I don't know what's going to happen here with the job situation. Bam. God answers boldly and not quickly. Right. You know, sometimes Laura and I talked about like the Michael Jordan takes a while for the slam dunk blessing. And then another one, okay, God, he's leading us to a job many, many miles away. 
you know? Right. What, and he, again, steps up, and he's like, boom, here's your answer. And uh, amazingly. Yep. And then, with you know, with separation comes, you know, Satan, and he's right there. He's right there in any kind of crack. And again, we pray boldly. God, come in and be super glue. Come in and heal, which I need on a daily basis. Super glue on a daily basis <laughs> in a marriage. It's important, guys. It on. And, and God, again, boldly. Answer. I mean, he answers time and time again. He has never faltered. And so don't ever apologize. All I heard and all that and your joy and your second bathroom and your peace in the woods and your birds chirping and flirty eyes. Are you kidding me? Thank you, God. <laughs> I'm just going to pray right now. God, thank you so much. Thank you. We just come to you right now and, and thanks and praise and thanks and praise in the little jiggity jig dance on both our ends. And I think Laura and I both know this. On both our ends. <laughs> We're so grateful yes. right now. We're so grateful. So many times we come to you and we're always, we're asking you for things and, you know, you, it's never too much. I never want to be fooled into thinking not to come to you because it's too much. It's never too much. But thank you. There are these times when we are here just, I feel like sharing a popcorn and our hot wings and high-fiving and celebration of flirty eyes. And we are on the bus in Nacho Libre. We are on the painted bus with the children, with the popsicles <laughs> in our hand. We're on the way to some kind of amazing adventure. I don't even know where we're going. Carl's Bread Caverns, what have you. We're all, yay. And I, there was a part where Nacho was like, ah, yay. And all the kids were like, hey, yay. And it was, <laughs> I feel like that's where I'm, and it's a beautiful thing. You know, it is so awesome. And I'm so grateful for it. And my heart leaps for it. And it is there. It was been promised. And it's, it's within five weeks. It's like that amazing weight loss show or something. I don't know. It's, it's boldly asking. I thank you that you allow us to ask you, who are we that we could come to a God like you with these things? I, it still blows me away. It blows me away. And so I just thank you for that. I thank you for that time. I thank you for Nacho Libre, God. I think you're one of the funniest movies I have ever seen. And I'm one of the funniest guys. I just, I, just talent. I thank you <laughs> that there is a spiritual message in everything. And this is a perfect example of it as we talk about Nacho Libre, God, and how it inspires us in the creativity and in the triumph. And ultimately, Father, that when you back us in things, that there is no limit to what we can fly. And so I, just, I thank you for that, Father. It's my friend today for smiles. Personally, for my blessings, thank you. I'm holding on to them right now, <laughs> literally. They fold in your hand, and I can go to them with the bank. Anyway, the point is I am so grateful right now. I can't even stand it for the grapes and the organic deliciousness that will be in my home right now. In all seriousness, very grateful. I'm so grateful. I, my smiles. Any of you that are pained with having to go to the grocery store, Feel this moment for me right now where you haven't been there in a long time and you're able to go and skip and scamper through the aisles. Father, thank you for the skip and the scamper that I will be doing (laughs) through the aisles today, not having to put anything back within reason. But I thank you, Father, that there's this day for us today in the woods and in the grocery store and for wherever it is for you, my friend who is listening, your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm so happy right now. It's just, I got the good coffee this morning. Somebody treated me that I know. I have a little angel. Her name's Laura. (laughs) Anyway, she treated me to some coffee, and it is the good kind. And the good kind works like a champ. I'm going to tell you right now. Yes. I'm so excited. It does. You knew it would, too. I'm not used to it. I'm used to the kind of watery Harvest (laughs) Valley, you know, Market Valley, whatever the brand is. And I think it's a lot, little, it's a little water, a lot of water, a little coffee. This. (laughs) nonsense this three dollar beast that i'm holding is is awesome okay so listen i'm really excited about this episode guys okay it's nacho libre it's our me and laura it's it's one of the only movies in the universe we've seen together which is number one right there 
just going to shows you that God has, has a plan. But number two, <laughs> there's so much spiritual stuff. And we're going to break it down. We're going to break it down to some episodes. So I don't know, four or five. We're going to beat it till it's like a dead horse. Okay. But the first episode is the opening credits. I, I mean, honestly, you could break the movie down into so many segments. And we're going to be skipping all over the place, mind you. But I just am thinking of the opening credits. You know, I love the little music with a little flute. Anyway, whatever. But the, the opening credits, he's, he's, uh, he's making um, a cape. You know, I'm sure you've seen it. If you haven't seen it, guys, I'm not going to get offended. That would be rude. But he starts making <laughs> stuff, right? He gets this, like, he gets this piece of fabric, okay? And he's grabbing a bead here and a this there and a whatever there. You know what I mean? And he starts making this thing. And you realize he's making yeah. this wrestler's cape, right? But I'm so inspired that it's like he didn't wait for someone to, like, hand him a cape to tell him that he wanted to be a wrestler. He just started making right. it. <laughs> he just started yeah. grabbing the tools that were around him. And putting it together. It possibly, and I think that that is I awesome. I possibly wouldn't condone stealing pantyhose off of a neighbor's uh, clothesline. <laughs> but the funny application in that, it was like, it was like, go and find what you need. You know, like, be creative. And if you are lacking something, go find it. I think so often exactly. right, we wait for people to bring us everything, like hand us our toolbox. Sometimes you have to go get the toolbox to even begin, you know, you have to collect your own tools to make your own projects. And I love, like, I can, I can actually hear the you know, as it's going around the edges. And it's awesome because it shows, you know, he didn't just go one, he didn't go to the, you know, the local hardware store or the little crafty store and get his Joanne fabrics. You know, here's my fabric, here's my beads, here's my pantyhose, here's my whatever. Like, you show him, he's like, run, run, collect, 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 salvage, steal. And it's going all these different places. And that is how, honestly, that's how I feel like God has been in my life. Is like, okay, now you're going to go here and learn this. Okay, now I'm going to pull you away from that. And now you're going to go here and learn this. And now you're going to pull away from that. And go. And sometimes I'm like, Lord, how do all the pieces of my life fit together? Like, ah, uh, how are you going to, only God could sew all these pieces together and make something pretty out of it. Because I have. The beginnings of about 800 different careers in my 35 years of life. (laughs) And I'm like, Lord, how is that all going to mesh? But it's funny because one job was teaching me, like, this graphic design, and another job is teaching me, you know, marketing, and another job is teaching me this, and another job is teaching me, you know, just interpersonal skills. And I'm like, okay, okay, maybe I can start to see the cape coming together. Like, there is something in each area of my life that God has directed me to that he's going to use later. And it really blows your mind to sit in the middle of it. And when you see something like Nacho and you compare it to your own life, I'm sorry, guys, but it really helps make things make sense. So if your life does not make sense, go watch Nacho for real. No, you know what? My favorite part was when he reached in the fish tank. He was like, fish tank, thank you, rocks, out of the fish tank. You know, (laughs) and and taking the whole – taking the whole stealing thing out of it. Cause number one, you're forgiven. All right. It would have you. But if you think about like when you, I love how you said that. Oh my gosh, you're blowing my mind right now. Um, but yeah, when you meet somebody or you're in a situation, instead of thinking like, if he had looked at the fish tank and be like, ah, I'll never use those rocks. I don't need to No, But if you think of any situation, how you can dip in and get, you know, learn a piece or get a piece of that, you know, you just don't know how God's going to put it all together. And so, yes, I mean, everywhere, what were the other places? He like the fish tank, he did the pantyhose. Oh, <laughs> Gosh, what was the other one? Oh, the, oh, the um, he went to the church and he was all whoosh with the oh, the tablecloth. Oh, that's what it was. I want to be yes. able to do that one time in my life. You know what I'm talking about? Where all the all the glasses are on there, and you want to get a tablecloth yes. and you whoosh, whoosh, real quick, and all the anyway. I just I wouldn't yes, want to clean the, the mess from the accidents. Yes, 
<laughs> I'm like this. Oh, I gotta clean those glasses up. That's no, okay. I'm good. I mean, if somebody set it up for me and was to clean it up each time, forget it. Oh my gosh, but right. I love that. Like you taking all these pieces it, and you putting. So he can listen. He puts this cape on, or he makes this amazing cape, Nacha, and he just starts like yeah, 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 in the cemetery, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can see, I'm physically yawing. I'm the coffee. I'm physically yeah, yeah. And I'm serious. It's hysterical because he's jumping all around the cemetery, right? Like wrestling moves, pile drivers. And I feel like in our dreams and we're putting stuff together, Laura and I, we're kind of in this phase right now. Okay. We've, we've crafted something really great, but now we're in the yeah, yeah phase. <laughs> but he just like kept jumping around everywhere and believed what he had in his heart. You know what I mean? That chubby little rascal. I relate my chubby little rascalness with a Richard Simmons haircut, yes. my violin. That's how I grew up. But he just you, kept I going. I would rather Pia with you looking a fool in a cemetery than anybody else. I just need to point that out. <laughs> because he knew, and you know what? Nobody else around him. And the thing is, everybody else is laughing at him. And we can even watch it and laugh at him. But, like, we are him. That's the best part. <laughs> I, that's, someday, you know what? You that's what I love see. him. Like, it brings a little tear to my eye. brings a tear. And this, okay, not, not the monks, the priests. I don't know what they are. Anyway, they... They saw him, and they just were like, no, this isn't happening. So they're like, take off the – and I love the song as well. I am, I am. I, you know what? Ugh. I am, I am. I'm sorry, I'm retarded, but it's a really good song. <laughs> anyway, so they take off the, the mask off of off him, right? And they take off his, you know, thing, and they're like punishing him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he shouldn't be doing that. He should be, you know, cooking in the kitchen or whatever. And this kid's face is hysterical, by the way. It's like, ugh. It's like every mother's face pretty much Central. most of the time, 90% of the time. It's like, ugh, jeez. Uh, anyway, but it was just crazy because, you know, fast forward to the end, of course, he's champion of everything. It still didn't stop him. And there's things in your life, even the things that God calls you to do that you will be oppressed by, that people will try to tear off of you, tell you it does not make any yeah. sense. Like, this makes no sense. You know, you don't belong doing this. Why are you wearing this crazy cape? Where did you get these fish rocks? All these things. And try <laughs> to put you into a different place because they literally picked him up out of where you know, what he wanted to do, and they put him in the kitchen. And they're like, here, make some soup. <laughs> and, and, right. you know what I mean? and that, so, I mean, you have people that will try to do that. They'll just put you in a different place. And, you, you know, uh, all I can say to that is, ugh, you're just going to give people diarrhea if you do that. <laughs> Since Easter. Sorry. <laughs> For Easter. We went, to a church. we went to a church on Sunday, and the message was on false identity. And he was talking about breaking apart, basically, the, the shell around you, like who you've become because of what people have told you you are, and yeah. breaking that off and then rediscovering who you really are on the inside. And he said, look, it's, I, I get it. You know, like other people label you and they label you and they label you and they label you and they and eventually you come to believe these things about you that are just not true. And he said, you know, some of it's not even a bad thing. Some of it is just people meaning well or they are, you know, it's just life. It's just this cruddy world that we live in. But he said, I challenge you guys to rediscover your true identity. He said, that, you know, so many of us live in a faulty identity. And the problem with that is if we don't see ourselves the way that we should and the way God sees us, then we're going to make choices that don't reflect the true us and our true God. And in that, then we just go deeper into this who we are not. And it's all about rediscovering who you were meant to be in Christ and who, what your identity truly is in him. 
And speaking from experience, that is something that I needed to hear because there's been a lot spoken into my life. Now, a lot of good things. I'll give God the credit first. There have been a lot of wonderful things spoken into my life, but there have been also some very hurtful and very um, destructive things spoken into my life too. And we Mm. tend to take those a little deeper, the destructive ones. You know, and if somebody tells you, you know, that's not good enough, then it doesn't matter if 10 people told you that it was. That one person who says it wasn't good enough really can Mm -hmm. begin to destroy the identity that you had in it. And that, I I love that even in part of the movie, like, they're destroying his identity. And he almost, you can see, like, he almost wants to give up. It's like, ah, you know, whatever. But there's something (laughs) inside of him, which I love, um, that he's like, Wait, wait, no, I can't. I mean, like, this is who I am. I'm Nacho. Um, and I love that he, even though he almost lost it, he never did. And then at the end, it's like even the ones, even the haters were rejoicing. And I love that. And that is so true even in our yeah. lives. A lot of times you push through and I promise you, even your haters are going to clap on the other side. No, But they're going to make it rough for you to get there. Doesn't make it okay. Yeah. But. Oh, my goodness gives you some motivation to keep going because I'll tell you, it happens to all of us. It happens to Nacho. It happens to you. It happens to me. It must happen to everybody, right? If it happens to us, it, it happens, happens to Nacho. To it happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, haters got to hate. Like you talked about, nobody wanted to see him as a wrestler, and he was like, you cannot be a wrestler. It's forbidden. <laughs> okay, first of all, I feel so bad for the guy because, like, he um, has he has his wrestler's gear underneath his robe and everything, and there's this one part, and he's like, okay, God, tell me, you know, I want to be a wrestler, and you've given me these awesome moves. Or no, wait. <laughs> but he's like this, I, you know, I know I'm not supposed to be a wrestler. Basically, he's praying to God, okay? I can't verbatim it. He's praying to God, and he's like, just saying, if you want me to be a wrestler, give me a sign and show me, you know? And it's something about his awesome moves. I don't know. I usually laugh. Hysterically <laughs> that part. Well, all of a sudden, a candle lights up his robe, right? And he's all, he's like on fire. <laughs> he's all, roll. Not jump and roll. Anyway, so he rolls, he puts the fire out. Everyone's out watching him, and he's half torched but you can see his you know his wrestling gear now and that's when one of the <laughs> priests is like this you are a wrestler is forbidden and he was like this yes it is me and this is the part that kills me right all this and he can't get a little credit he's like uh maybe you've heard of it nacho and they're like who oh, oh with the who and he was like uh you know nacho and they're like this huh anyway uh, and he was like anyway <laughs> he couldn't even have that moment, right? Like they'd be like, "I don't know who you are." That's <laughs> like me and Laura, like this. Okay, right. well, guess I'll scamper and off in my that's the way. In my... That is so the way it honestly is in real life. You're like, "This is what I am. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do," and everybody's like, "Cricket, uh... cricket." <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, but then he gives this speech, right? He was like this. And he was like this, and I'm going to win all the money for the little orphans. And, ah, ah, ah. and he just, like, goes off, and you're right. Despite everyone looking at him, like he's got three heads, and that he's standing there in women's tights, he, you know what I mean, goes off and gets on his little scooter mobile that's hysterical. I want one of those so bad I can't stand it. It's like a little motorized bike with a basket. feels like it would solve all my problems in the world. But he's all, and takes off into the wilderness, I'm so sure. But that's the thing, too, is that, you know, when God's calling you to do something, despite all the odds, despite everyone telling you, this looks silly, that does not make any sense, you know, you belong here, 
you know, he drove off into the wilderness, so to speak, you know, two minutes away. Eating that time alone with God, that was <laughs> right. important. You know, some, sometimes God says, hey, get away from all the naysayers. Come to me real quick. Not real quick all the time, but come to me. You know, you're being bullied or something's going down. Come over here. You know, get out of that and, and, and let, me, let me be with you. Let me comfort you. Let me build you back up. Let me erase that one recording that keeps replaying over and over in your head of what somebody told you. God has that capability of erasing those things. I have a record button. Right. I'm a words of, I'm a words of encouragement girl. It's one of my love language. And so if you speak words of encouragement to me, it's like that's all I need less. But, I mean, it's the opposite. <laughs> if you tell me something that's negative, you know, I have this little recorder button that goes that I have to learn to delete. And God has those capabilities to go and delete the things and replace them with re-recordings of what he has and his love for you. But, I mean, it's like, you know, he, not just in the wilderness with his machete. Take my machete. You know what I mean? And he's out there. Um, and he writes a song to an Encarnacio, which is awesome. <laughs> but it's just that cool time with God. Sometimes that recap. There's six minutes, but I think there's plenty of time to get to the end. I should have not fast forward. Should I just stick here? Should we just stick here in this part? Um, I like cliffhangers. <laughs> I love cliffhangers. The end is so powerful. It'll blow your mind. It'll blow your mind. Maybe it's just a two-part episode. I thought it'd be eight parts, but two seems reasonable for a movie. <laughs> we, you know, we did not even cover the party though. The, the we could so take oh. that party scene and do the in the world but not of the world. We can make a <sighs> total spiritual application just in that party. We, you know, we briefed last week climbing the wall and the secret tunnels. Like we, we only just skimmed the surface <laughs> of a very deep <laughs> spiritual application. There, <laughs> it's so deep, guys. It'll make you cry. It'll make you cry. It's gonna make you ride home. And I put on their nacho chicks. Anyway, it's just because I didn't know if I could put Nacho Libre. I don't know. All the right reserves, trademarks, copies. Oh, I I'm know. sure we're doing it all wrong. Oh, what have you? Removed. Sometimes you click on a YouTube video, and it's like, oh, this movie has been re- removed due to copyright infringement. It's like, oh, come <sighs> on. Come on. Just want to you know? borrow the song? God night. I'm not going to make any money off of it. What about for the post? <laughs> right? Man. I'm giving you exposure. Crazy. Whatever. That's insanity, my this friend. That's how they are. Uh, Oh, so, okay, where were we on the thing here? We were going through, we, oh, no, cooking, diarrhea since Easter's. <laughs> Look alive, well. Anyway. Uh, we could talk about evangelism one week. You must be baptized. We could talk about how Oh, my God. <laughs> a skeleton. You know what? I re- first, you know what? Let's, a skeleton. I relate to a skeleton like nobody's business. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of like woodsy like that. You know what I mean? I'm out there. He's eating the chips. Those are the orphan's chips. You know? Kind of woody. Do you remember the part? And this is so awesome. This is how I feel today. This is actually how I feel right this moment. It starts off where a skeleton and nacho are broke as a joke, right? Like living on the streets. He's got like hang, fang, nails, everything. They win a couple matches. No, they lose a couple matches, right, <laughs> which is the awesome part. They lose, and he's like, here's your money. He's like, but we lost. He was like, everybody gets a piece. And, and they got money for losing. And uh, that reminded me of me and Laura so much. Like this, <laughs> what? <laughs> we got paid for that? Yeah. I mean, then they go, like, scampering down, right, like with just, like, buying, like, pig's heads and, getting their toes pedicured and that's what it feels like today doesn't it right like, yes. I'm looking at the boots and the thing and I'm like bouncing my change with my you know pig's head and my I think I'm <laughs> okay and I love like you said 
they're like, we get paid for losing. Well, the, before the money gets thrown in, they're sitting there in their little locker room, right? And, like, Esqueleto has, like, these patches of hair missing from the little rah, 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 guys that pulled it out. <laughs> and Nacho is sitting there like, oh, we lost, because he's thinking he's, like, this big luchador, and he's, he's lost so bad. So they're looking at, like, totally bruised and beaten is, like, our favorite thing to say in their trenches. We're bruised and beaten. So this is where they are. They're still in the trenches, right? And they're like, oh, this stinks. And Esqueleto's like, I give up. Well, then all of a sudden, all it took, like, they were still bruised and they were still beaten. Two minutes later. But, like, you throw a little money their way, it is amazing. <laughs> God knows that, you know? <laughs> you just throw a little money and you're like, okay, round two. We are ready. Um, yeah, he's like, how could God. you let him scalp me like that? I look hideous. <laughs> Laura, don't let him scowl me like that. <laughs> God, I kind of don't see my face, oh. Stephen. Yeah, oh my gosh, and he comes to the mic. So the right. eyes. The eyes were awesome. Let us always have that gratefulness where it's like this. Yeah, we all get a piece. And the eyes of like, huh? And then you know what? Seriously, <laughs> though, let, you know what? We're, Laura and I are in this phase right now. And it's an awesome phase. Wasn't it? Didn't you feel like, oh, man, those grateful rascals, they're enjoying it and they're making money. And it wasn't too long before the tides turned where it wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Where he's like, I don't want to get paid to lose. I want to win. You know what I mean? And it gets like crazy. And I think that happens a lot. You know what I mean? You get on this cycle of spin of you, you know, don't just appreciate just the blessing that comes in. Now you're wanting, you know, A, B through Z attached, you know, to it to make it whatever. You know, it's not good enough just to do that. You know, you got to win at it. And I don't know. I want to always, if, if it were my choice, and I'm like this, this God, it's not that I don't want to taste a little victory every now and then, but I always <laughs> want to be the person who's grateful to lose. <laughs> I was like, this, yeah. what? We're all getting paid? Sweet. And they had a good show. <laughs> so it was like, win-win. So it was like, win-win here. Because yes. in heaven, we all win. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, yeah. I want to be grateful to lose. Mm. We all get a piece. Yes. We all I get a piece. It. Yeah, it's okay, oh. literally 30 seconds. Uh, go to ChristianComedyChicks.com for any booking information. We are going to continue with our Nacho Libre episode next week because, as Laura said, we barely scratch the surface. It is the base. <laughs> so, you know what? She's not going to log us out. We're going to log her out. How about that? Maybe she's going to awesome. log us out. No, she's not. 